Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Welcome back to the Morocco Channel and uh, the NBC Network and your host, Hurricane H. Uh, this is a special. Um, today is a celebration and uh, first and foremost, congratulations to the Moroccan national team for their terrific and uh, fantastic, awesome run in the World Cup, uh, the Qatar FIFA World Cup 2022. Uh, again, everybody has been mesmerized by the team and, and the whole aspect of this particular World Cup, uh, regardless of uh, controversy and things that happened in the initial, you know, days of uh, this particular cup. And uh, but, you know, it's been a long run. It's been a full month. Uh, we had so much fun watching great teams and great, you know, performances. Uh, but but the one that actually had really, really attracted uh, the attentions of the world and really made a difference uh, an impact, I would say, is definitely uh, the uh, achievements of the Moroccan national team, which was, uh, you know, historic uh, moments after one, one moment after the other. So again, Hurricane H here. So we're going to be talking about uh, not so much the soccer part about it, but we're going to be talking about the lessons learned from this particular uh, season and, and this World Cup and, and more specifically, uh, lessons learned in terms of leadership and team building and teamwork. Uh, and before we get into the Moroccan team and, and, and congratulating the actual uh, teammates and the leadership of the team, I, I want to just to to highlight that you know the World Cup uh, is is just an event that actually gathers you know people from all over the world, and uh, it's amazing how it does actually uh, provide a, a sanctuary for everybody to to coexist, to live happy, different religions, different you know backgrounds, ethnicities. You name it, they were there and people coming from all the world and they still get together and enjoy uh, for a whole month of, of, of the year. You know, there's this festivity and celebration going on. When you think about that, I mean, if we can do it in one month, we can do it over, you know, uh, a lifetime and our years and months to come beyond and after. So, so again, it's a message of hope, message of peace, and hopefully, you know, uh, that's a lesson to be learned that we could coexist, we can have a great time, and uh, still enjoy, you know, something that you know uh, that is fun. And so, that being said, uh, today's discussion is really about the, uh, the, the, the there's just a the concept of sports. And, uh, you know, in this particular, you know, uh, concept of sports, specifically soccer uh, or, you know, football as known worldwide, uh, it is unique how uh, things, you know, happen and how things get together and how uh, things evolve. And uh, again, uh, I actually, in a lot of trainings, I do sales trainings and things, and uh, we do 
uh, utilize, I do personally utilize a lot of uh, analogies when it comes to sports. And we use that a lot in trainings for team building, uh, leadership, you know, training and so on and so forth. And uh, the thing that actually got my attention in, in this particular World Cup, uh, besides the fact that all these teams actually that actually participated from all over the world, they've worked so long, so far, you know, a lot of sweat, a lot of, you know, preparation to get to this and they pre-qualified to actually make it to the, the World Cup. And when they're in the World Cup, I mean, they have few moments, few hours, few games to really make it to the next stage and next stage and next stage. And uh, all of that is actually, uh, there's there's so much preparation and production behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, it starts from, you know, whatever their governments are, their, their uh, I guess, sports federations, as well as their direct uh, teams. Uh, and, uh, and, and that includes their coaches, the assistant coaches, the, the whole support team, and the players themselves. And the stuff that they have to go through in terms of, you know, due diligence, the preparation, the daily trainings, the routines, the physical uh, aspect of it and how much they have to be like, you know, prepared themselves, you know, to prepare themselves properly so they can actually face, you know, this this particular uh, tournament. It is not an easy. I mean, when you play soccer, it's you're talking about a 45 minutes, another 45 minutes. And that's almost an hour and a half, you know, running back and forth. But not only that, you know, some of these games, they go to extra time and even go to penalties, which is, you know, you're talking about almost two hours worth of, of working, you know, up and down nonstop. And it takes a toll on your body. And uh, if you do running and you run for half hour, forget about it. Imagine running for a couple hours nonstop and going back and forth, you know, and, and the, the, the stress, the tension, all that stuff. But again, that's not what we're going to focus on today. But uh, you know, we're going to talk about the leadership, the decisions, uh, the selections of the team and, and how they get to become the way they are and work in, in a very harmonious way and, and deliver, you know, at the rate that they deliver. So but before I get into that, I, I am wearing the national, you know, uh, Moroccan uh, uh, gi here or not gi. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's a martial arts world, <laughs> the national you know, jersey here. And, um, you know, uh, Flag and the whole nine. Uh, I mean, I'm being proud uh, as 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 a Moroccan native, uh, and and that's my background. Uh, although I'm, I'm American as well, and we did actually celebrate the U.S. and we wanted them to actually make it to the next stage. And I was rooting for both. Those were my two teams, so I was actually going for both. But uh, unfortunately, you know, the U.S. didn't make it to the next stage. But then Morocco continued, and so we took it upon us, <laughs> and we keep we we kept actually uh, supporting the Moroccan team until you know they made it to to the the, the quarter. I mean, to, to the actual uh, uh, four uh, uh, competition. I mean, that got to the point where it became real, real like exciting. We were hoping that they they were in the semifinals, and we were hoping that they actually make it to the final, but that didn't work out. Uh, but that's okay, because uh, because at the end of the day, there's always going to be one winner uh, and one cup holder, and everybody's going to be just you know second, third place, and beyond. And so that's not really what what was the the best part about it is that someone did win, and by the congratulations on Argentina because they did actually eventually get the the cup, and uh, you know they celebrated as well. France, you know. I made it the second, you know, uh, rank and the second position, and that's all clear too. They they played their hard as well, and they made it to that point. Uh, Croatia, you know, uh, they 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 really had a super team, and they they make it, you know, they made it as well to that point. So I mean, congrats to all those teams and everybody else that actually participated. To me, they're all winners. They all actually made it there, and yes, there's no hard feeling because this is sports. This is soccer. It happens. 
you can be the best and eventually you can still you know lose a game it doesn't matter what happens you give it your best and that's all there is and there were so many uh good games and so many good um teams that actually really made you know didn't make it as well so uh but it's not failure it's not they did make it to the point where they could and then that's it, it just kept going and uh, that's how it is but uh first things first like i said i am wearing the jersey the moroccan jersey and i want to congratulate the national team uh that's that's just uh you know uh given here so i would say congratulations from the coach uh with Greggy and, uh, and and every player on that team uh whether they made it on the, the the 11 selected you know and or the ones that were back in you know the team as well as everybody in their support system their assistant coaches and all the the technical team that was, uh, uh, that, you know, participating as well. So, and then, and then I want to also uh, thank and congratulate all the spectators uh, that came from all over the world, and specifically the Moroccans of the, of the world that actually really made a difference. The fans were just terrific. I mean, the ambiance, the atmosphere, the noise. Uh, I mean, it was just like you know, you get into that. It's just wow. Uh, they they really made a signature and 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 really did make history. So again. Congrats, chapeau, hats off to everybody. And 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 before and even more than that, I mean, I would also say uh, we've seen some stuff that hasn't happened in the past where even the King of Morocco, Mohammed VI, you know, and his the prince and 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 the actual, you know, the princes actually, uh, uh, they all the royal family really came out with the jerseys and you know the the actual Moroccan shirts and in the streets and and celebrated with the people. Uh, and that showed a, a whole different, you know, unity uh, level that is beyond, you know, what people believe and that people see all the time. You're not going to see monarchies and, you know, and, uh, you know, at that level, you know, coming. And even actually we've seen even the president of France, you know, showing up and, uh, and uh, the the actual leaders, the princes, you know, the, of, of the, royal the royal family of Qatar was there. And so there was so much stuff that was happening. It's kind of like typical typically not happening across you know other ventures but but in this particular one it was just unique to see all that uh we also seen uh the the, the festivities of the arrival of the moroccan national team to morocco in the capital rabat and 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 the the respect that they received and uh they were also hosted you know by the king you know for dinner they had you know they were they received you know uh, medals uh, and uh the other part that we've noticed is just the uh, the support the family uh, a piece of it where you know you haven't seen that before where people and family people members were participating as well and uh believe it or not i i do have a family member on that team <laughs> that was actually uh in 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 the actual selection uh he did not play much you know he was actually uh as a backup and uh you know the family his parents were there as well and we were continuously talking to them uh, we didn't get a chance to go and visit or watch, you know, the games live, unfortunately. But I would have loved to, but hopefully in the next one uh, in the U.S. we'll be here and if Morocco team and uh, they will be there, we will participate and support them. Uh, so that's that. But so, so the first thing that I want to talk about is really, you know, how do you, how did the coach, uh, Walid Ogregi, you know, make a difference and selected this team that really was able to actually deliver this. Uh, you know, one of the hardest part of being a leader is to to really make decisions, right? Decision making, building the team is not simple. Uh, having, you know, a coherent, in sync team is not always easy. Whether you're doing this in sales, you're doing it in any type of business concept, it's the same thing. Building teams is one of the hardest part. Having the right leadership mindset is also one of the hardest things. And, and this is a dude who actually took over a team literally a couple of months before this whole 
uh, venture and, and, and adventure, I would say, you know, three months is not enough to build a team in general. Three months is not enough to, to build a team and make them really in sync and really have them deliver the way, you know, they did, but yet he did. So that's the first thing that I want to talk about is that how did he do it? And, and one of the things that you noticed if you watch those, those games is, is the, the way he treated the team, the way he even responded to the media, for example, when he was being asked things, uh, he really, you know, was there for every game and he made the team feel one unit, not, you know, one versus the other. When they played the strategy he applied was very unique where everybody moved in together, literally in sync in one motion. They go up, they come down, the defense was left. You know, most of these other component teams could not really do anything because they were not able to penetrate. And he treated the team, you know, really valuably. He treated them as one. He made them feel as one. And, you know, the, the, the funny thing is that most of these players came from different parts and different countries, although they all have one, you know, the, the national, you know, pride of being Moroccans. And, but they also have second nationality. Some of these people were born in Europe and grew up in Europe. They spoke different languages, literally, and very few of them actually, you know, spoke Moroccan dialects and things like that. Maybe they spoke, you know, some of it, some of them did, but it was a combination of people from the national team that were selected in the country itself. And there were, you know, others that were selected from different countries. And so, so, but, at the end of the day, these were some of the cream of the cream, you know, the best of the best, you know, selected from different teams that are playing in Europe. And, uh, you know, but he put all that, uh, you know, unit together in very short time. And, you know, just understanding, knowing who you want and what's your strategy, that's a tough. Plus, it is a very difficult task for him because when you're in that role and you're about to, to embark in such a journey, the pressure that you have, I mean, if you didn't deliver, I mean, you're doomed, right? And so you're already going with the premise that you might, you know, or might not, right? But he didn't have that might not mentality. He was going in for the win, the next win, and the next win, whatever he took it. And that was the first thing. And, you know, we referred to him as Nia. He put his his intent there. And he said, the intent is we're going to just keep going until we make it to, to a highest point that we can. And, and we're going to do whatever it takes to make it there. And we're going to work hard. We're going to play hard. And he made them feel good. And the other thing that he did specifically is that he allowed them to have their loved ones with them. And so the families, the parents, the mothers, the fathers were there participating, attending, supporting. Uh, it, it was just a unique. This hasn't happened before. And the way he approached this was just a very unique way. And that's what makes leaders different from others is that they make you know, everybody comfortable enough that they're willing to do whatever it takes to sacrifice and put as much as they can to actually deliver. And he was able to, 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 to really deliver that. So first things first is that he was able to put a team from nowhere, from nothing, and brought all these successful players together. They all know how to play, but, you know, he made them in a way that in short time to be coherent, to be in sync, to work together as a team, not like, you know, selfishness where someone wants to be high level versus the other. Everybody played their role and they played the role more than, you know, more than enough. They actually did everything beyond the call of duty. Some of these guys from defense, they were attacking and vice versa. Some of the offense, they were defending. Uh, everybody was doing their part. And yes, I mean, this is soccer, it's a game, and but it is a strategic game, right? There's so much stuff that goes in and nuances there and strategically how you play, you know, how to move and so on and so forth. I mean, I, I, I played soccer for the first part of my life uh, until I was like 20, I was playing soccer. And then I kind of moved away from it, but that doesn't mean that you you lost that. You're, it's always in you, so you know how it plays and it's not in an easy game. And you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, 
connect and you have to play correctly and everybody has to be able to work with each other to actually be able to to move up and down otherwise there's misunderstandings and that's where mistakes happen and then we you, you basically lose so and we've seen the same thing you know in other teams but again we're focusing today just about this particular team because they're really really i, I am proud of them and uh uh, you know, a whole nation is proud of them, and I think the whole world is proud of them for whatever they did. Uh, and they also, like, you know, put the the, the Morocco in, in, in literally on the spotlight, and many people didn't know when Morocco existed and where it was located. Now everybody knows. I think it's been the most researched word, you know, uh, in, in Google recently. Um, and, and and it just created a whole different aspect. But also, they, they, they did an achievement, many achievements being, you know, the first African team to reach that level, the first Arab nation, you know, or, or na you know, Arab, uh, I guess, belonging team or nation that actually made it to, to the semifinals. And then you had also like in the Muslim world, I mean, that's the other thing. So you had people supporting from all over the world and there are people that actually just support them because of what they did and the achievement. So that was like something amazing. I've seen people from all over the world, different religions cultures they're all like you know rooting and cheering for morocco and it was amazing i mean so so that's that's just the way it was and and but but that was created by by the vision of this particular young uh leader that actually took over a team and uh despite all the different potential you know where it could have gone wrong he didn't care about that he knew that he had a mission and he was a bit willing to work towards that goal and do whatever it takes to make it but he was able to actually get into you know uh, connecting uh, this crowd, this team, and make them work in unison as an actual unit. And everybody worked exactly how they were. And you can see them game after game. They were all working as as one instinct unit. That's that's the part. So again, creating teams, building teams is difficult. You know, facing the reality of stress and all the stuff is difficult. They face some of the, the biggest teams in, in the world. I mean, you know, you're talking Belgium, you're talking Spain, you're talking about Portugal. These are like awesome heavy-duty, you know, teams. These are like the champions of Europe, the champions of the world. Uh, and, you know, you had some great players like Rondo. By the way, we love Rondo. And, you know, uh, believe it or not, I mean, while we I was cheering up for Morocco, I mean, we, 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 we do still love him. And unfortunately, you know, some of the circumstances that happened around him and with his story about Manchester and everything else, that's another thing. But but really, again, Rolando, we love you. So uh, that's that. Uh, but but really, the idea is, um, you know, the Moroccan team did, you know, something that is unique, something that is historic. And uh, it, it really made a difference in, in the hearts. And also, it created a, um, a new vibe where Everybody, it was the that, that was the, the underdog, right? That's that was a team that nobody really cared about. We were in the in the group. We were like you know in a tough group, and we were probably deemed the weird the weirdest or the weakest of all. And you know everybody probably kind of discounted us and thought that Moroccan team is going to be like eliminated right away. But to everybody's surprise, guess what? They were at the helm. They were at the top of that group before they went to the next stage and the next game again. Boom, you know, forget it. Belgium's gone. And the next team, I mean, Spain, I mean, uh, Spain has always been a, a, a tough play, you know, and uh, that was also a different one. We got to the penalty. That was a long game. But when it gets to penalties, obviously, there's a 50-50 shot. But even that, I mean, you know, they managed to score and, and, and really recoup every particular opportunity they had in the penalties. And they did pass. And then ultimately, they made it to Portugal. And then. They played well with France. I mean, the game was good. I mean, they made one mistake, you know, and then that ruined out the first goal. And then obviously at the end of the, day, the game, they were tired and everything. Plus, at that time, they were already going through so much pain. <laughs> Some of these people, they just could not continue. Some of the best players were out. So it was a very difficult run. But at the end of the day, they did not give up. I mean, 
they refer to as the Atlas Lions, but really they're lions. They don't give up. They just keep fighting. And they were fighting to the blood to the end. And they did whatever it took. And yes, I mean, well, we we're hoping that they would make it to the next stage and the final stage. And maybe they will. Uh, you know, we, 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 we're really going to root for them for the next one. So, hey, Morocco, go team. You can make it the next time. And, uh, you know, again, uh, you never know, right? But, but if they continue in the path they're doing with the leadership they're doing and, you know, Waleed, you're the best, you know, uh, uh, we haven't seen a leader in, in this, you know, level of, of uh, you know, just planning strategy and tactical, you know, uh, expertise uh, in a long time. And uh, the achievement is, is, is a result of the work you've done. And also it's the result of everyone, that team, whether it's, uh, you know, Hakimi, Bono, all, all the players, every one of them delivered and they delivered to the highest. And that's what you expect in teams. You know, you don't always win, but you want to have the best performance that you can give and to deliver to the highest level that you can. There's always circumstances that can make it, you know, some, some of the things that happen were, you know, technicalities, you know, penalties that were, were not there, the VAR, blah, blah, blah. There was some stuff that happened, but, you know, we're not going to get into the politics of soccer and, and all the stuff. But the bottom line is the work was done. The strategy was there. The element of unity, the element of family, the element of teamwork was established. These people worked hard and they played hard. They were really, you can see them. They were just one unit, one family. Uh, their, their touch, you know, with their family and, and, and their mothers and, and kissing heads and, and, and prostrating and giving thanks. Those were all things that were actually available in this particular uh, uh, event. And these are all the lessons that we learned. I mean, they've really taught a lot of things and gave hope to many nations uh, in Africa, many nations in the Arab world, many nations around the world that never dreamt of being able to actually make it to that stage. And now many would do that. And many young people now have the the hope and the inspiration and probably the motivation to actually do more and more and more. And so that being said, so I'm going to close up this particular you know show. And then I want to say this, we will be looking forward to the Moroccan national team for women coming up in a few months. So, so we will root for them as well. And hopefully they'll deliver just as much. If not, maybe there will be taking the world cup. So, Hey, go team Morocco. Um, Hurricane H here. Proud of you guys. Proud of everyone. Walid and team. Go Morocco, go. Uh, All right, we'll talk soon and we'll be catching up in different shows, different platforms, different channels. Um, stay tuned. New show, new day, new beginning. Ciao for now. Bye-bye.